This is the Tech Talks playlist from Web Summit. I'm your host, David Savage. We've been going around Web Summit and we've talked to five people from the conference floor, trying to find out why they're here, what's going on, and what the buzz is on the ground in Lisbon. This is your twice weekly technology podcast brought to you by the Harvey Nash Group, where we talk to leaders across the industry and bring you a bit of technology news. Hope you enjoy this playlist. So I'm talking to Sandra. Uh, Sandra, you are here as, are you a co-founder or founder? Neither, actually. No? I represent the international relations, so my role is to reach out to other countries because we're busy yep. internationalizing. So how many are there in the business? So there are nine of us in total. Yeah. Five of us are developers, so they're the ones that obviously know the deep tech and everything else that is in yep. the background including the Internet of Things and the AI and all the algorithms and the machine-to-machine talking that we do. And the company is called Be Close. Be Close to us, exactly. What is Be Close? Let's start there, because that's probably the, the most pertinent question initially. Okay, so Be Close is an organization that started in 2016. Mm-hmm. So we've been around for quite a while. We have three very different arms. We have one that is security, so think cameras, location of your family members, all of that. Then we have one which is energy. We're talking smart fridges, smartphones, whatever it is. And then in addition to that, which is where we're focusing our 90% of our energy at the moment, is on health. Obviously nothing to do with the pandemic. Joking. That's exactly why we're doing it. So at the beginning of COVID, our team got together and realized that there was a huge potential for us to move quickly into this marketplace and to give Portugal, which is where we've started because we are a Portuguese company, an opportunity to find a way to know that everyone in the family was safe, safe from being infected from COVID. What do I mean by that? We created an application, free download. We, cre- we sourced CE medical devices from around the world. We brought them into the country and we said, you connect a temperature wirelessly, how much oxygen you have your blood and what your blood pressure is. You measure that every day. If anything is out of a norm, we then connect you directly to your doctor. You can obviously send some assistance if you require, and that's what we did. So just to, to ask, obviously that doesn't stop you getting coronavirus in the example that we've obviously had in the last year and a half, but is it, is it with the aim that therefore it's, a, it's an earlier indicator that someone should isolate and stop spreading the virus further? Exactly. If you think of at the beginning of the pandemic, we had no idea what to do or how to do. Mm-hmm. So within literally within two weeks the pandemic started, we had already launched our application and we're already assisting families that have the elderly and very young children in the home to know that everyone that was within their social distance of less than two meters was safe. So that by the end of the day, you knew that everyone had a normal temperature, everyone was feeling good. And if anyone was out of sync, they could get help straight away before it became chronic before it became such a situation that they had to go into ICU, which a lot of people had to experience. And then obviously they weren't able to cope and help them. And this way we monitored everything at an early age. And what's amazing about even the pandemic we've just been through, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but right at the beginning of the pandemic, I had a Chinese friend here, and she was in connection with the Chinese medical system in China and was getting information that If any symptoms of COVID are part of your family, as soon as you eliminate the fever or whatever you do right at the beginning, you have a much better chance of surviving COVID. Whereas if you leave it to progress over a couple of days, it becomes a lot more aggressive. 
So yes, it doesn't cure it, yes, it doesn't prevent it, but it stops it from becoming chronic or fatal, which is obviously what's happened to a lot of people in the world. You said your job was to cultivate international markets and look at exactly. where where guys could, could, could I suppose, uh, apply its technology to, to new markets. Obviously, coronavirus is something that we've got to live with, but we're getting better at dealing with it, Indeed. hopefully. Um, so what are, what are the long-term kind of ramifications for the business in terms of looking at health? Because hopefully coronavirus becomes this one, one of many things out there, but yeah. therefore there's still kind of a, a, a kind of a proposition here to, to position regardless of that. Okay, so David, to put your mind at rest, we, can, we have a platform that you can connect hundreds of devices to. Mm. So if you have diabetes, you can measure your glucose. We have a digital scale. We have all kinds of, we have a smartwatch that you can connect, or you can connect your own smartwatch to our application. So the applications are endless. So we're not only helping you with corona, but we're helping you with a healthier lifestyle. So our aim is to bring preventative medicine and not reactive medicine. So if you are measuring even just those three things, your temperature, your oxygen, and your blood pressure, which obviously tells you your stress levels, yep. just with that, you can maintain your health going on into the next 10, 12 years yep. at a level that's acceptable, and you know that you're going to be fine. So I would assume that where this can make a real difference is, uh, unfortunately, communities where there is less access, less education, less awareness, and, and helping to inform and helping to get care to those people quickly. You exactly. mentioned smart devices. I have a smartwatch. I've got smart scales. Both are quite expensive and yes. might be out of, out of scope for, for some of those people in those communities that you'd want to help. So how, how is the business funded? How do you manage to get that level of care to those people? Okay, so what's very interesting, let's talk an example would be the African market, which we all know is a continent that needs desperate health assistance. Mm. Now, at the moment, most people are not aware that the EU has a fund to assist Africa in the health industry of 4.6 billion euros. Okay, so what we are already doing is working with a number of countries in Africa to partner with them so that they can take us to Africa and assist whoever needs it. And obviously, because there are European funds that are being given, those items that you suggested, your digital scale, whatever it may be that they need access to, would then be at a totally different price to what you've paid for it, mm. because that would be funded by the governments from Europe to assist Africa. But I suppose also in, those, in, in that instance, maybe it's kind of a digital scale feels a bit superfluous and maybe it's kind Absolutely. of hey, you know, like a health tracker, a simple health Absolutely. tracker that can just make a, sim that, that can make a small difference. What you're saying is totally correct. And what we're trying to do is not just help them with basic health, but also we have a way of helping them even with mental health. Hmm. So if somebody has Alzheimer's, for example, we already have AI and a community built within our application that then assists that person to have a better quality of life on a daily basis. We send them information, we send them alerts to take their medication, we connect them with other people who have Alzheimer's, we connect them with other caregivers that may be able to assist them to have a better quality of life. Hmm. So we're not just thinking short term, we're thinking long term and we're thinking the entire being. Because we are energetic beings, we're not just our physicality. If our mental health is not where it should be, and of course we all know that our stomach 
is actually our first brain, which tells our other brain which hormones to release. So even if your nutrition is not correct, your mental health will then be out of sync. So these are things that we're obviously already all considered. We have, at the moment in Portugal, if somebody is requiring mental health assistance, we have psychologists, we have psychiatrists that they can link to via our app without even leaving their home. And if obviously if they should require any kind of medication or any kind of trauma assistance, whatever it may be, they're able to get all of that. Yeah. Moving away very quickly then from, from the actual product and service, we're sat here at Web Summit. You are on an alpha stem. How many hours? Oh my gosh, it's been a marathon already. Yeah. I'm Was sure I've run at least two since I've been here, <laughs> but walked. <laughs> um, what's, what's the benefit for, for you of, of being here? Because it sounds like the business, as you said, it's, it's not exactly a new business. Yes, you're going into a new market, you're applying the technology in a, in a slightly different way, but the security yes. business and so on, that, that's been around for a while. So why yes. go for an alpha stand? Here. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, what most people are not aware is that as a startup, because we've got three different arms, for each of those arms, we require different technology and different partnerships. Hmm. For example, we cannot connect with an energy company and give them the health products because that's not going to be where they want to be. They want to connect their fridges, their TVs, their whatever to our application. Whereas a health partnership is something completely different. So at the moment, what we're doing is we are aggregating more third parties to our application. So for example, during the Web Summit, we've met people who have a way of detecting through your voice if you are ill. So we're welcoming them onto our platform and saying, join us. We're going to other markets. We'll take you with us. We have somebody that can test your urine that we found at the Web Summit. We have yes, someone perfect, who can test your blood. And so all of these amazing partnerships we would never have been able to find other than being at the Web Summit. So that's why we chose to be an alpha. So it's the strength of the community. Time. It is. Yeah. And it's about collaborating. And the one thing that we've understood as a startup, the superpower we have, as opposed to a big organization, yes, they have money, they have the team, they have experience, but what they don't have is the ability to move quickly, as a startup does. And in any environment, if you're able to get into the market quickly, you get there first. Like, for example, Apple decides to launch a new phone. You see the Apple and you buy it, but Samsung will be delivering their new phone in a month. Too late, you've already got an Apple. There's no way of going back. So what we're trying to do is get into the marketplace as quickly as we can, with as many amazing partnerships throughout the world, not just to have what we do in each country, but to bring in other partners that will give our clients the best health possible that they could possibly want and measurements in ways that they never even understood. Example, next to our stand was a company that tests your urine, but what they actually do with your urine is they can then tell you exactly which supplements you need. Because... I mean, I'm sure you wake up in the morning, you go, okay, so I need to take B6, D2, my C vitamin, whatever it is. But maybe you're taking the wrong ones and you don't need that. Or you're taking too much of something. Your urine sample will be able to tell you that. And they personalize the supplements that they send you, even down to the packet with your name on it. So we're going to be partnering with them, which yeah. I am super excited about. Look, it's a pleasure to speak to you. I think it's a really interesting space. And fingers crossed we can catch up. Maybe a few months and see how 
how it's progressing and, and, and what, what Web Summit has actually brought to, to fruition. David, it's been an honor. Thank you for making time for us and being so amazingly friendly and an honor to be here. Thanks.